Hello. Hello. Welcome. To X to the Zennial. Kat. What's up? This is our first podcast of year three. Three? Ah, this came so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Year two seemed to go very quickly, didn't it? It did. I mean, year one, we were kind of like struggling through, finding a rhythm. Well, we were figuring out technology and microphones and what we're doing and what our direction is and our outline and our uh, everything. Like, that was the growing year. Yeah. And then, like, we hit our stride. Mm -hmm. We were talking to other people. And we added a lot of extra content. Yep. Which is fantastic. With our guests. We have a guest today. We do. Tell me a little bit about our guest. This is Rhonda. She's one of my nearest, dearest, longest, closest friends. Hi, Rhonda. Hi. How are you? Good. Nice to have you here with us. Thank you. So, yeah. No, we set our goals for year two. Smash those. So, we're probably going to have to set goals for year three. Yeah. I mean, I think... Because we hit so many more platforms in year two, mm-hmm. um, we were just kind of going through our world list of where we have listeners, which are literally all over the world. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> and in almost all 50 states. Love it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us and enjoying what we're talking about. Absolutely. So we've definitely expanded. Um, we're going to have to talk about what we want our goals to be for year three. Yeah. Um, but I think I love what we're doing in terms of talking to additional humans, mm-hmm. getting new perspectives, um, definitely getting um, different stories. Right. And tying that all back into kind of mental health, which I think is fantastic. I love it. I love what we're doing. It makes me happy. It fills my heart with joy. So much joy. <laughs> joy. <laughs> I love that you repeat words that you enjoy saying. I do. <laughs> and she was working for the New Mexico workforce. And so one of the supervisors, who was it? Do you remember? Put us together. Put you, me, and Karen together. Because I came to them with a great um, idea. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, how can we work together? How can I work with the workforce to support the Division of Vocational Rehabilitation? Because that's what we do is get individuals with disabilities jobs, and you guys get people with jobs, and you get all people with jobs to Regardless if they have a disability or not. It was Ron. Was it Ron? It was Ron. Oh, he is, he's the one that passed, right? Yeah. Aww, yeah. Thing. He was, yeah, so he set us up to do a work group with Rhonda and Karen and me. Like an education group or to work together? To, to work together to come up with bigger and brighter ideas on how we can get more people jobs and incorporate. Yes incorporate cats people with our I mean just and our employers and yeah it was it was it was an amazing amazing feat that yeah. we can we started those uh the in in-house DVR um on the spot hirings we worked with Roadrunner Food Bank we made a lot of connections in the community and it was fun because we'd start every meeting with are you guys ready to innovate and so it was just <laughs> us coming up with what do you think would work? How do we make this more accessible? How do we make this more significant? How do people, how do we actually reach people instead of just giving the information? How do we provide that information in a better way that it's going to be actualized? Nice. So we would have pop-up events. So it would be a CTE, so a career training and education. So we would work mm-hmm. together and we'd bring 
uh, careers, so job employers, mm -hmm. and then we bring training resources. So if the individuals that came to the fair were like, well, I don't qualify for any of these jobs, well, there's the training. So they don't have qualify. a skill set or whatever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, the training for that is here. Go talk to CNM. They'll tell you about their program so that you can get the training to get that job in the future. Certificates or... Exactly. Yeah. Um, even like sometimes it was like forklift training or... Um, CNA training or kind of whatever, you know, those in-demand jobs that are really always hiring. And uh, so we have the education part, the training part, and the career part, and we bring all that together and then we have them in the DVR offices. Very cool. So then the counselors could tell their clients, hey, on this date and this time, this is happening, be here. Okay. And you'll either walk out with a job. We had tons, like lots of people. We had walk a lot, out. a lot of people that walked out with jobs or actually jobs that would train. Mm -hmm. So they would get both. Very cool. And so your employers were happy because they had people to kind of fill positions and all the things. That's awesome. Right. And people that weren't just coming in from the streets that, that we knew on some level already. Right. Sure. And not that that's not a, not a good thing, not that just coming in off the streets, but isn't a good thing also. Right. But um, we also had a relationship with them prior, so mm -hmm. it, was, it was very easy for us to actually kind of, hey, you should check out this person or this employer. It was real easy to, to connect to them. Like yes. the skill set with the organization with, or the company. Exactly, nice. exactly. And one of the requirements of the employers to participate, because we made it free for participation, 100% mm -hmm. on the client side and on the participants, you know, the um, career training and educational people, we made them free because our requirement was we need you to do on-the-spot interviews. So you okay. need to come with, uh, I think it was like maybe four or five open positions. Mm -hmm. Um, a variety of different positions and we need on-the-spot interviews okay. and that's our requirement if you can fulfill that come to our event we'll bring the people and we'll bring the people so you're basically the putting people together to kind of mm -hmm. and they sure. would I'm sorry excuse oh, me fine. but they would fill out their application they would come in a little bit early and mm -hmm. we would help them on the computers to fill out their application make sure that they had their application in with the companies that they were looking to work for as well mm -hmm. very cool so that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so that's how yeah. it started. But we ended up doing the Fathers with Futures, like a big conference. Host, we ended up hosting a big conference, and yeah, it was a really yeah, great, it was like, great. Time. It was really just part of the community and bringing everybody in the community together in a comprehensive and supportive way. Yes, that's how we met, and then that's we just clicked. <laughs> and so I don't know who asked out who for the first like hangout. If it was like Ronna, you want to go get a drink, or if you were like, hey, you want to go get a drink. I don't remember how we. Had our first date, but we've been friends ever since. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. yeah. It was amazing. That I was, was like, awesome. I I remember you did a presentation. That's you did a presentation because Karen invited you to do a presentation, and I was like, I like her. She's cool. She's innovative. Yeah. And yeah, so it was like, it was a natural thing. It was organic. It was, <laughs> it was very organic. Very organic. <laughs> I, I love that. And so, how long have you guys been friends? That was in 2015, 14, 13, 2015, I think. I think so. 15. And yeah. how long have you lived elsewhere? Whew, this month, it's three years. Oh, Actually, this week, it's three years. Whoa. Yeah. Because I remember her talking about that you had moved, mm -hmm. um, but it's been three years. It's been three years. Okay. Yeah. 
It's it's thank you. I had to stop. I had to stop and get some red chili on my way after after I touched down at the airport. I picked her up. I said, "Where do you want the chili from, Wes?" She's like, "Garcia." I was like, "There's one on the street on Horace Column and Border right now. We're driving." And I drove her directly to Garcia. It was our first stop. First we stop. We didn't stop and pee. We didn't stop and drop your luggage. We got you your chili fix. That's so funny. When my friend Julie was here, the same thing. She was like, I want New Mexican food the whole time I'm here. Exactly. I'm like, okay, we're waking that up. Well, this land of enchantment, we can make that happen. Right, we can have a chili. Done. That's it. That's fantastic. Love it. Well, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. This is, it's very exciting. You listen, right? So, like, you've heard our podcast Uh Uh-huh, yes, I do. That's exciting. I listened to two different podcasts and one is yours. Awesome. <laughs> so love. So we want to talk today about Mo Money, Mo Problems because I'm noticing so many headlines in the uh, finding work and employment and kind of what mine and Rhonda's alley was and, and what our careers are based around is sure. people going to work and finding employment and kind of the economics. So a lot of the headlines, you know, employers are trying to hire, they can't find people to hire, and then the other end, the other voices I'm seeing is, we don't want to go back to work for minimum wage, or we don't want to go back into the office because we can telecommute, and we don't want to do these things, and so, yeah, so that's just kind of a theme that I'm seeing right now in our economy, and, you know, student loan forgiveness, just a lot about finances, and I know I stress the fuck out about them, Absolutely. even though I shouldn't. <laughs> I know, I fact check it all the time. Well, even as being, like, gainfully employed people, we think about finances often, and it is a significant stressor for most human beings. One of the things that causes more anxiety and depression is uh, just your finances, being able to pay your bills, and even if you do have the, the resources to do that, how to manage all the things that come with that, right? So. Having very little money creates problems. Having more money creates different problems, right? It creates, yes. Tell uh, us more about shit that. Shit ton. <laughs> Give us a brief history of <clears throat> your circumstances of where you're at. So when I first met you, mm-hmm. as you well know, I was living in my little teeny tiny house. I think mm-hmm. I was living in my little yep, teeny tiny house. In the tiny house. Um, like an actual tiny house? Or just a well, I, I, it might as well have been a tiny It was like 800 square feet. Okay. Um, and uh, I had purchased the house from my, my mom, and I was living in my teeny tiny house. And actually, between my son, who has children, and my mom, and my grandfather, who was failing ill, and I mean, it had two bedrooms and one bathroom at 800 square feet, and there were times when six of us were living in this house. And um, I was living on my credit cards. Yes, I had a job. Um, And I guess, I guess it paid good money for the time and for for what it was. It paid, it paid okay. It was a state job. It sounds like you were responsible for other people. Like it wasn't just you on this income. Um, No, it was my income, but I, I mean... Um, it was helping, you sure. know, I'm a helper person, so okay. it was also helping, helping my mom who didn't need financial help, but needed physical help. Okay. Um, you know, everybody kind of coming together when there was, when there's an emergency, you know, my son has an emergency, so, you know, let's just move them in and da da da, you know, sure. and I was living off of my credit cards. Um, I, for the most part, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's making ends meet. Making ends time. meet, yeah. Sure. Um, I think I maybe had a grand in savings. Yeah. I I don't recall ever having anything more much more than, than that. that. And um, 
and so then time went by and my mom passed away and which that was a horrible horrible difficult time um and financially cash flow i became fortunate okay. um and that was um in november of one year of um 2016 mm -hmm. okay. and then in october of 2017 my father who lived in another state because they had been divorced since i was a child passed away okay and i was i was no longer working Kat and I were still friends, yeah. but um, we had actually shifted employment from our employment there to the school system. Okay. Both of us had, actually. Oh, wow. And um, so then after my father passed away, I went out to Indiana where he had property. And I thought, oh, I'll go out and I'll check it out and I can like kind of straighten things up and then go back to my job and, you know, at the schools. Sure. And when I came out in June, I was like, there is no way that I'm going to be able to do this 1,300 miles away. So yeah, Just to manage all the things? Mm -hmm. So I had to leave my employment, which was my all-time favorite, wonderful job. I loved it. Yeah. And so that was really sad. It was sad leaving my friends and my family. I was the only one who moved. So, okay. my, and so everybody's here. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> they were two but sons. I had two sons, two grandkids. Mm -hmm. We're all here. Okay. Um, and um, and a, and a very close friend of the family, which he's my ex-husband, mm -hmm. but he's he's amazing and he's he's very close friend of the family. He was still here as well. Okay. Now all of them live out there with me. Okay. <laughs> Not with me, well, but with sure, me, out, you know. It, yeah. Um, anyway, so I quit my job. I moved out there with my little U-Haul all on my own. Yeah. And life got crazy. Okay. It's I, I became very fortunate very sudden, like mm. within uh, 11 months. Like in, um, a, in a way that you hadn't anticipated, like you hadn't planned for this. Like I knew my dad had property. I knew my mom was well off. Sure. I just didn't know how, to what extent. Okay. And when that happened, like they didn't talk to us about those things. Mm -hmm. my, myself or my brother, they didn't talk to us about those things. And so when that happened, it was like, holy shit like in a windfall kind of like, sudden life circumstance holy shit okay. like how many houses did you inherit i like have to count i think there's yeah. eight okay okay i think there's eight i i see i i have to count them <laughs> you know and a farm and yeah and wow it's 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 crazy okay and so and sudden and sudden. So there was no way for you to really prepare for mm -mm. it. And then I had to quit my job. Right. Okay. And that's something that you really was part of your identity. It was a big part mm -hmm. of who you were. And you had always seen yourself as an employee. Right. Yeah. Yes. And now and now I'm looking to hire people to do things to and and living off of the financial inheritance of my mom sure because i had to quit my job and with all of this responsibility i tried to get i mean like i did mm -hmm. work um for a very very short time but between the stress of that and and being in a totally different state with totally it, it, it was it was overwhelming sure i can imagine and so yeah it, it's just i mean and then and then you don't have a job you don't you know so 
It's it's your well, whole life. Well, like, sense of self. Right? Yes, exactly. Oh you yes. <laughs> so long, like, saw yourself as I was a professional. Absolutely, and you were a helper, and you were a doer, mm-hmm. and to now have a complete shift. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yes, it's it's a blessing, but then also like it, it fucks with your head. It does. For sure, <laughs> it does. Uh, um, somebody told me at one point in time. They're like uh, Dolly Parton once said that. Having more money doesn't make things easier. It just lets you have nicer things. <laughs> and it's true. Bigger problems. Bigger problems, nicer things. But you know what? You still have... I, st- I have more problems now financially and stress-wise and mentally than I had when I was scraping by, putting, you know, living off the credit cards, $1,000 in the bank, living all of us in that little 800-square-foot house. Sure. I have way more problems now. Okay. And my mental health is, it, 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 it's, I mean, I'm in a good place, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but there are times, I think I talked to Catherine a few weeks ago, and, and just because of all the overwhelming things that happen when you have all of this stuff going on, all of a sudden you don't know what the hell you're doing. Sure. Um, and, and it's been three years, so I should know what the hell I'm doing by now, right? But I don't. But you still have, like, issues that you've talked to me about where it's like, oh, this grass needs to be mowed but it's five acres of grass so I need to go buy a tractor or a mower and I need to do this and oh I just got this property tax bill in for the houses on the lake and oh my gosh and oh now this is happening oh now this is broken and now this is broken at four of the houses and mm-hmm. so, so it's a, a huge difference from one 800 square foot house to having you said nine or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, eight, eight, uh, I don't even several. know. <laughs> I have a right of... But all the different challenges that you had yeah. not anticipated. I have eight okay. and I've sold two. Okay. Yay! Three. I have oh. eight and I've sold three. Okay. Um, well, actually three were here and the, the three were here and the eight are out there. <laughs> yeah, because you had to sell your mom's house here, your small house here, your land here. My condo. And your condo here. Yeah, yeah, because I had just bought a condo. I lived in my condo for one month. I got my job, and and I and I became fortunate when my mom passed, and, and I was like, to heck with this 800-square-foot house. <laughs> I want my condo, and yeah. I bought a condo, and I lived in it for one month. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. my beautiful, wonderful condo. But... But yeah, it's it's overwhelming, and and like Kat said, you know, I'll call, I have four mowers, but none of them are running, and I can't. There's no way for me to get them to get fixed because I don't have a trailer. I have to go buy a trailer. Right. You know, you have to go buy. You have. I, I mean, people see my house, which the house that I live in. Mm-hmm. I I don't think you've probably not seen it, but the house that I live in is is my dad. God bless him. He built this from. He poured the foundation. It sits on five acres. It used to be a cornfield. Wow. It's a small scale down model of the White House. Okay. So it looks like the White House. Huh. It's she lives huge. in the White House in Indiana. Okay. It's huge. Okay. It's six thousand and some square feet. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> like seven of your other houses. In yeah. House. Yeah. Or and your it, family. And it or my family. <laughs> and, I, and I do. And you do. And I do. And um, but so that's great. Okay, we've got this, and it looks like the White House. I'm not kidding you. He built it exactly like. The White House. And so, but, but when you need gravel in the driveway, people, they don't know that I don't have a job that I, you know what I mean? And yes, I have all of this, but because my mom passed away first and I had that, that, that cash or that 
fluid financial, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That goes because I'm not working. That goes. It goes. Quickly, it goes quickly. It's still paying for the things that you have to live on. Because I needed a roof. And sure. because I don't have a job, what did I have to do to get the roof? I had to pay cash for the roof. Mm-hmm. But actually, I put it on a credit card. <laughs> okay? So you see, it. I mean, it just, it snowballs. It snowballs. It snowballs. Right. So I need gravel. I This guy, you know, of course, he sees the house. And my brother's like, I could have gotten you that gravel for three hundred. I paid fifteen hundred for gravel that my because they see the house and they're like, oh, these people have money, right? And I mean, it's just it's all of those things. And every everybody, you know, it's like if you upset someone, well, I'm gonna sue you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it's it's like hello. <laughs> perspective without recognizing who you are as a human. Mm-hmm. They're just seeing circumstance. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people make assumptions, which yeah. is on them, but very difficult because you're, you know, when you said earlier you were used to living, you know, living on credit cards and making ends meet and doing those things, that's a very predictable life. There's a very predictable kind of situation to that. I know how much my check is going to be. I know what my bills are. I know how much more is overflow, all of those things. Mm-hmm. When you come into money, I can imagine, it's like, oh, fuck, like, and now I don't work regularly, so I don't know what is going to come in to replace what I'm spending and all of the things. Like it's, I can imagine, very uh, difficult to adjust mm-hmm. to the new reality. Right, right. It, yeah. And like I, there have been times, well, one specifically where I was just paralyzed. Okay. Just paralyzed. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't want to. I mean, it was it was horrible. And my son was like, "What's your insurance?" I'm going to call and make you an appointment, please, you know, and God bless him because I did. God. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it can be overwhelming. For sure. And that level of anxiety, especially without knowing what to do and because it's not predictable can feel very stifling, Mm -hmm. right? Just like, I don't know where to start and there's so much to do. And even, even people that you're close to, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of, oh, poor little rich girl. You know, right. and it's like, excuse me, I'm still, and I've lost like half of my body in those three years. You have, you have. And so in my mind, I'm still poor and fat. Yeah. You know, and that's in, that's me. Yeah. In my mind, I'm still that same person. Like it and, becomes very much who you are, uh-huh. even though these situations mm-hmm. and circumstances have And I'm not judgmental and I'm not, I'm, I'm a kind human and, yeah. but people don't look at you like that. No. They don't look at you. And once... You know, even just losing weight when people look at you differently and then losing weight and then having a coach purse for the first time in your life, people look at you differently. (laughs) More money means nicer things, but bigger problems. (laughs) And and really kind of shifting your own identity and how how you see yourself because you didn't have to have that hard shell before. Mm -hmm. You could just be kind of your humble, sweet self. And people would take that at face value, whereas now they see certain things and make assumptions about who you are without really getting to know you, and you can't really trust people, uh-huh. I can imagine, mm-hmm. because you don't know if they like you because of what you have or who you are. That's like your dating experience. <gasps> yeah, tell us a little bit about uh-oh. your dating experience with, all your, with the suitors who were like, so you got five acres and a mansion. Oh, I had one guy that literally didn't talk to me, I think, 10 days. We we had seen each other for 10 days yeah. and literally invited this uh, guy over to my house. I don't remember who. He was a contractor type yeah. of guy. Without asking me, talking to me first, 10 days. 
10. You invited a stranger to you? Okay, home? no. That's not even the worst part. Okay, Stella. Yeah, he did invite Ima Imagine this. Being, knowing someone for 10 days. Telling me he wants to marry me. Okay, that I can ignore because like, oh, really? 10 days? Okay, well, whatever. But <laughs> then, <laughs> but then we're in the basement. We're looking through my dad's house, right? Yeah. My dad, the house my dad built. Sure. We're looking, and the guy's like, well, would you want to finish this room down here for a portion of the profit when she sells it? And I'm like, what? Exactly. I'm like, I'm not selling my father's house. Right. He I'm can't like, really okay, he, he didn't even, have, he, I'm like, no. And like, I think the next, that night, or I think it was that night that I walked out and like you know didn't stay for dinner and <laughs> i was like oh no i can't do this yeah i can't nah and um oh what else oh the ones that 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 get offended because i'm 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 i don't know in new mexico i don't know if it's different here and if it's different there i don't know what it is but if i you know i don't expect the gentleman to pay for everything all the time or sure. they would get offended <laughs> no, they get offended if you're too They bad. get offended if you're self-sufficient. Uh -huh. They get offended. They don't like you being self. They don't like you not needing them. That's correct. And and I don't want to need you. I want to want you. I want to have, you I want know. you to add to my already great yes. life. Right? Yes. I don't need you to fix my already great life. Right? And or change yeah. my already great life. Yeah, there was like... I don't know. What else? What else have I told you, Kathy? Because oh, I can't think things. of all of them. All the things. All the things. I want to look back around to the mental health component, though, because you recently, when you had the paralysis, mm -hmm. and your son made the appointment, and you've started seeing someone. Mm -hmm. Virtual, virtually, yes. Perfect. <laughs> it's Love. awesome. Awesome. Isn't it amazing? It is amazing. It's amazing. It's convenient. Saves time. Yeah. Get your help. All of that, and so you started that support to just help you with your with what your identity and your. Um, I guess to figure out how, I don't know. I don't even know. I know that I was not in a good place, mm -hmm. and I know that I just I needed, I needed. I don't know what I needed to tell you this. I just couldn't move. I couldn't. I I was like I was in bed for like two days. I I was just like. Hor it was horrible and so we talked through some of the things that were bothering me and and one of the things that she told me that was so helpful was it was just to plant your feet mm -hmm. and just stay firm and plant your feet kind of get grounded and, and yes get where, grounded what's because happening right now. yes because i it, it's it's eight houses and going from here to there I mean, there's so many different things that are going on. Well, then you have renters in some of the houses, and they're flushing diapers down the toilets. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck. Right? <laughs> trying to get them vacated because they haven't paid rent, having to go to Oh, class. yeah. It's it's a horror story. There's and so I kept... So, right? And so I'm like, I'm selling everything, and I'm going to retire to Florida. I'm just going to run away. And, yeah. she, and I was like, that's what I do best. <laughs> I ran away when I was 16 years old. I'm 56. I'm still running. <laughs> still <on the> move. <laughs> but it also sounds like, you know, having to reinvent yourself completely without a skill set. Earlier, you guys were talking about the fact that you would put, you know, people with skills together with jobs that needed those skills. 
you stepped into a role without any of the skills. Right, yeah, right, right. And so that that can be jarring, shocking, overwhelming. All of those A shift to the system, debilitating. 100%. Absolutely. And really just recognizing like, you don't know what you don't know until you're like faced with a situation and you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. now I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine being that uh, student of your own life can feel just, you feel stupid all the mm-hmm. time. Right, right. Because I'm, I'm in a new place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, new culture. New, totally new culture. <laughs> and you brought your family in. To and the then, new place right. as well. And so they're taking an adjustment because you've brought your two sons. One of your sons has a partner who's come out um, and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And the other son has And that's, and that, like, it, it's been, it, that's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also before. has, yes, yes, a lot, a lot. But it also has its challenges as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. because he's, you know, it's he's coming with his kids and he's not coming from a good place here, mm-hmm. you know? So being there for them as well has been, has been very, very hard. I mean, not being there for them hasn't been hard. Let me, let me just, just, it's taken time off of what I need to do well, over here. Exactly. Just the, the day to day that you're learning. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine it's, a, it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And now just, I'm learning, right. Now I'm learning how to have, you know, the elementary grandkids, <laughs> elementary school age grandkids, you yeah. know, and how to navigate the world of the elementary schools out there and how, you know, and, and they pay for textbooks. Hmm. Wow. In public school in Indiana, they pay for their own textbooks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hold some accountability so they don't scribble in them. <laughs> <laughs> or they own the textbooks. Or they just own it. that's just something new i'm like how do the poor kids pay for their textbooks but anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's like the third edition and we're on five so how many sessions have you gone to of therapy eight because i remember when i spoke to you right before you got really, really stressed out. I had just, I think, spoke to you the week before and then called maybe like a month later. We call about once a month. Mm -hmm. And you had told me what happened and that you were in therapy. And I can tell you, you're in such a different place already. (laughs) I wanted to know how many sessions because I'm like, wow. Thank you, Yeah. (laughs) Like you're lighter in your mood and your tone and even your face because we FaceTime. Like Mm -hmm. you're not stressed in the forehead area. So it's, Sounds like it's worth. It has helped even just having someone, even just having that other perspective and of, and, and of, I, and I'm one of these, I get my, pers- I get, you know, Kat, what do you think? Sure. Um, you know, my son, what do you think? My other son, what do you, you know, I get all these per- so that I can decide, but having an outside, this person doesn't know me perspective. Like a full objective, uh-huh. like just listening. And then can tell me, it sounds like you need to ground yourself. It sounds like you need to become stronger in setting boundaries with people. It sounds like, and so she's given me tools. I mean, you know, it's like, it's classic. She's given me those tools, but even coming from a place where I know about those things. Sure. Even even therapists see therapists. You know, yeah. just like you're a fool to be an attorney representing yourself. Right. It's you still need that outside mental health help. For sure. So. Absolutely. But it sounds like it's been helping and definitely 
for Kat, you to see the difference in in just your mood and attitude mm -hmm. so that you are able to move past that paralysis and get moving and, and get some traction on getting things done. I can imagine that feels yes. empowering. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> and you're going to be starting a new job, so you're going to be taking on that identity of working. Again, yes. I'm so excited about that. Good. Like back with the schools. Okay. And so I'm so excited about that. That's I'm awesome. so excited about that. It's, I'm planting myself. I'm getting settled in finally. <laughs> nice. And it sounds like you're finding your own community within this new location and, and culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> it takes time. Thank for you. Sure, I can imagine. It does. It does. I kind of don't fit in. With, I I fit in with some. I found some. I found some like-minded people. Okay. And um and um I was working with some like-minded people. I don't work there anymore. Okay. For about a year, I worked there. I don't work there anymore. However. I was at the county fair, the county fair, like where do. in Indiana, the county fair is a big deal. Yes, I can imagine. And I ran into a politician that is very like-minded, and I'm like, I'm going to get on that campaign track so that I can meet some other like-minded people in my community. Nice. So, yeah. So, I am getting more grounded and finding I do love that, you things. know, one of the things you had said about Kat is that she's uh, an innovator. She's mm -hmm. innovative. And I can imagine that you're attracted to that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> like people who are progressive and looking towards change and, and wanting to um, <laughs> empower themselves and empower the community and all of those things. So once you see it, you recognize it. You're like, okay, that's a train I want to get on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. You're absolutely you're right. Fine. And she doesn't even know me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know humans. So. <laughs> it's really funny. But I started laughing and, I'm, and it wasn't because of what you were saying. Yeah. It's because you hit the nail on the head. Because as Catherine knows, um, my divorce mm -hmm. was because I didn't have that partner that was innovative and a go-getter. And, and I couldn't handle that. I sure. need to have that that go getter innovative let's do this let's get it done let's i need that in my life sure, all right that energy of that mm -hmm. kinetic energy of motion yeah right and and pat and i talk a lot we were both married to humans that are very much like that um and it's interesting because i think at certain times in our lives we're attracted to that because we can we can dominate and we look like okay cool i'm doing all this <laughs> and i can fix and help you blah 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 and at a certain point like once you get you know, kind of settled and, and good. You don't want to give your energy away like that. You want to find someone who matches your energy. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to fucking adding drive, right? <laughs> and I think that's one of the things that happens is, and, and it's not a gender thing, but to be fair, all of us are women sitting here. Women have the energy of motion. We just do because our bodies change constantly. Right. Right. And our, our minds are always thinking two or three steps ahead. And even if you're not a mother, like that is a thing that we do. Men do it in their own way. And that's awesome. And they build and they make money and do whatever they do, um, which is lovely. And I love men. But women, we find our path and then we have to seek our tribe. Sometimes our tribe finds us, which I love that the two of mm -hmm. you found each other. Um, but recognizing that in yourself I need that energy. I need somebody to run with me and do those things. I need to be able to move with this flow. And what I heard you say is that stagnation for you was so overwhelming 
because it's not who you are. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. And That's so right. once you were able to find it, now you can move again. You mm -hmm. can start and feel like now I can innovate. Now I can integrate who I am into this system mm -hmm. and now it can move. Right. That's exactly right. I love that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly right. So now that you're moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. You're tackling all of this inheritance, all of this stuff, right? Making changes to that, making mm -hmm. a plan, moving forward with moving this. Forward. So tell us about what your some of your future stuff is with moving forward. What are some of those goals that you're setting? Oh, the moving forward. Um, well, I'm moving... <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! I've gone from so many plan from plan to plan to plan to plan to plan. So it's constantly changing. It's constantly imagine. changing, um, but I finally have kind of the move movement in motion right now. Um, is that my son who moved out at the, at the very kind of on a whim? Mm -hmm. Well, not on a whim. It was it was because he had to kind very of quickly. Yes, yeah. very quickly. Um, and so he's been staying in one of the houses that were empty when he moved okay. and we've like gone back and forth trying to get a renter out of the other one and he destroyed the home and oh I mean, de and destroyed the home. It's bad. I saw pictures and it, yeah. And so we're moving forward and getting him into the, into that home so that the other home can go on the market. Okay. Um, and I want to finish. I want to finish my half of the big white house. My younger son and his girlfriend, who's amazing. <laughs> um, they live upstairs. Okay. And so they have three thousand square feet upstairs. Sure. And um, and then I have the downstairs. And you know, for the longest time, a simple person. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that's been very overwhelming is that I'm a simple person. Cat knows that I'm mm -hmm. a simple person. Sure. Like I lived in that 800 square. So they live upstairs in the bougie part of the upstairs and <laughs> I live downstairs where I still need drywall and I still need flooring and <laughs> my kitchen cabinets aren't completed because I'm making a mother-in-law quarters in the bottom part, okay. which was my dad's workshop. It yeah. was in the basement. That's not a basement. It's a long story. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I have that moving forward. I have my new job moving forward. I have like all of those. It, it's just, it is in motion. It's mm -hmm. like the things I've decided, like, I don't want to sell the farm right now. It's a, it's income revenue for when I get older. If I don't have the fine, the fi financing or funding, like my mom had, had several health problems when she was aging mm -hmm. and that way I have that kind of put away that's not cash in my pocket right now to spend. So you don't have to liquidate it right now, but right. it is the potential and an investment for if and when you need Right. That. And so yeah, and like deeds are progressing and I've got like I have a tax advisor. I mean like I have like this new realm of people that I have to like a whole team yes. of humans that support you and that this. yeah that I didn't know I needed until right. very recently right you didn't need an accountant mm -hmm. before when you live paycheck to paycheck you just kind of need somebody to maybe do a one over on your taxes and make sure you're not going to get screwed and have to pay more <laughs> right you don't really need a lawyer unless something litigious right. or legal you know comes and somebody's like I'm going to sue you for looking at me sideways and then you're like I better lawyer up right and insurance too, Kat. Yeah. You know, when you have a mortgage, your insurance is on the, well, I don't have a mortgage on any of these houses. So sure. I'm paying, I mean, not the insurance, the, 
the taxes. Taxes, mm-hmm. property taxes. Okay, yeah, because because that's, because that's on your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not a mortgage, so there's not a mortgage. Hello, now yeah. I have to. Oh my goodness! And do you know property taxes are due like twice a year? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, it's not in my mortgage. It's I like, not on one property. You have several properties. Right? That's a lot to pay Yeah. a couple times a year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, getting on track and figuring out is... You're learning your team is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're having to build this team, and it's taken you a while to be like, you know what, there's an expert who can do this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have to battle with this. And, and asking for that help and that support by building this team of accountants and lawyers and property advisors and mm-hmm. the guy who's mowing your yard and all the things. Your team. Me, me, I mow my yard. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? No, there's there's a new guy. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I I, I got innovative and. Yeah, <laughs> I did. got innovative. And this is a recent innovation because yes. you're loose and you're ready because your mental health is mm-hmm. improving. Tell us about your innovation. I love this. I partnered with a farmer that lives down the road mm-hmm. and he, since I have five acres of prime grass, he is going to. Is it alfalfa or grass? Well, it's grass, okay. but it's. It's cows love grass, right? They do. So, <laughs> so they so he's going to mow and bale my grass in the summer, so I don't have to mow five acres of grass anymore. And in exchange, instead of paying me, which I found out that they will pay you to do that, right? Mm-hmm. In exchange for paying me, he's going to also plow my huge driveway in the winter time because, yeah. Because she can't get in her because driveway because <laughs> she has to get. Tractor, snowplow. <laughs> oh, and I love that, right? And so, again, working within the community, mm-hmm. trying to find people that can fill the jobs necessary. Right, with yes. the skill set you need. Gosh, why did I think? <laughs> Sometimes you just need to talk to a therapist. Really <laughs> that, there you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> but I love that. That's awesome. Because, again, you're using your own skill set. And what I've heard you say is you found that within yourself again, which is fantastic. Yeah. And sometimes, poor poor Kat, sometimes I talk to her and I'm like, I have a problem. Help me out with this one. And she's helped me out with a lot of them. I love talking to you. I love being there for you. I'm a friend. Kat's also a really good problem solver. Yes, she is. She is. I used her whiteboard. <laughs> I, I got a whiteboard the first time that we did Excellent. a project together. She wrote all of these notes on the whiteboard, and then she took pictures of it. Okay. And I was like, what's happening? Yes. And so, yeah, I've started doing that. That's how that's, I got a huge whiteboard, and I'm starting to projects on my whiteboard. And yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like kind of feeling back to me finally for the first time in a long time. I love that. First time in a long time. And a new you with new skills and different things. and Right, yeah. And I do love, even though, um, you know, more money, more problems. More money, more problems. <laughs> when we have more problems, we also have the ability to figure out solutions, which then grows us mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally, right? We talk a lot about failure. Yeah. We talk a lot about approaching things with curiosity and questions yes because when we get complacent or think we know all the things that's when the universe or life will shake it up and be like fuck no you don't so i do love that even though you hit the ground running and it was exhausting and terrifying and overwhelming you also reached out for help which not everybody can do myself included and then you found your rhythm you found your groove 
And now you're moving again. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yay. All right. Yay! Well, that's our time. Thank you so much, Rhonda, for coming on and sharing your experience and enlightening us with a different perspective. You're welcome. Thanks for, for sure. having me. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun sitting here with you ladies. Right there you go. <laughs> Instagram. We will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.